Hey there, and welcome back to my podcast, The Fast Break, where I break down the relationship between sports, politics, and the media, and just how those relationships have changed over history. My name is Drew Pickard, and let's break it down. On this week's episode, we will break down the decision made by former San Francisco quarterback Colin Kaepernick and his decision to kneel during the national anthem for the entire 2016 season. So just to give a little background on on who Kaepernick is, and for those who may not be familiar with him, uh, he was a former NFL quarterback, but uh, before coming to the NFL, uh, he played for the Nevada Wolfpack, uh, where he was named uh, Western Athletic Conference Offensive Player of the Year uh, two times during his four years there. And um, after his senior season, and uh, you know, after graduating with a 4.0 GPA and a bachelor's degree, and in uh, in uh, in, in business management as well, um, he eventually declared for the 2011 NFL draft. And um, after trading up picks with with the Denver Broncos, uh, the San Francisco 49ers would select the 6-4 quarterback in the second round with the the 45th uh, overall pick. And, um, you know, he was a very, very exciting draft prospect coming in. Uh, There was a lot of hope for him. And, uh, you know, he and he and he showed that um, he, she, and he showed that skill um, in his first couple years uh, in the NFL. And just after his, his rookie year, uh, Kaepernick would lead the 49ers to the Super Bowl uh, against the Baltimore Ravens. And um, if you guys remember that Super Bowl, that was um, you know, a brother-versus-brother matchup with two hardball coaches uh, going at it. So it was a, uh, you know, a pretty cool pretty cool game to watch and you know although the 49ers would uh, eventually lose that game in a close uh, a close game uh, uh, with the final score being 31 to 34 um, you know Kaepernick would would still be able to show off his skills um, in 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 such a big uh, game like the Super Bowl um, you know he was credited with uh, 300 and two passing yards uh, with one passing touchdown and also a rushing and also a rushing touchdown um, and then after two more strong seasons in, in 2013 and 2014, um, Kaepernick would unfortunately miss the back half of the 2015 season uh, due to a shoulder injury uh, that would require surgery. And, uh, you know, coming off three s- shoulder injuries um, in the offseason, um, you know, he, he, he would eventually lose the starting job um, for, for quarterback. Um, and, uh, you know, and... And in the 2016 season, that's when when he would be when he would be forever remembered as as the player who who knelt during the national anthem and and, and took that stance for something they believe in. Now, now before we look at how this was received by the public, um, let's just quickly look on on why he decided to protest in the first place. Um, now, the first time Kaepernick uh, decided to protest the national anthem um, wasn't wasn't with the knee like everybody like everybody thinks. Uh, in the in the third preseason game against the Green Bay Packers, uh, Kaepernick was seen uh, actually sitting on the bench uh, rather than standing like everyone else. And uh, in a postseason interview, or sorry, a post game interview with Kaepernick, um, he explained the reasoning for for what for what he did, saying, "quote." I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies on the street, and people are getting paid to leave and getting away with murder, end quote. And now Kaepernick was was referring to us, was referring to the series of uh, police-involved shootings that, that 
took place uh, during that summer of 2016. And, uh, and, and in that summer, the police would fatally shoot um, 37-year-old Alan, Alan Starling and uh, 32-year-old Philando uh, Castile. And those were actually, um, uh, you know, back-to-back days. Um, also in that same summer, police would um, um, non-fatally shoot Charles Kinsley uh, in the leg after he was uh, out trying to retrieve his 27-year-old autistic patient as Charles was a, a mental health professional. So, you know, from what happened leading up to that 2016 season, uh, you can clearly see the motivation for Kaepernick's um, actions and just his frustration with uh, law enforcement at this time. So, um, you know, later on in that interview, he would also mention that um, he would not stop protesting until that he feels that uh, the American flag represents um, what it's supposed to represent. And, um, you know, it wasn't until the following week uh, at that last preseason game against the San Diego Chargers uh, when he took that knee and turned the sports world and, and also the political world, for that matter, uh, upside down. Um, you know, but before that game, um, the week leading up to that game uh, and, and before, that, before that decision to take that knee, uh, Kaepernick actually sat down to, to talk to former NFL player and, US, uh, and former U.S. service member Nate Boyer um, just about how he can make his protests show more respect to the members of the military and, and, other, and others who, who risk their lives defending our freedom. And um, it was actually Boyer's idea uh, for Kaepernick uh, to kneel instead of sitting because, um, you know, Boyer thought that it was the best way to help show that respect that Kaepernick was trying to was trying to uh, get out there and um, you know now with with all controversial moments there there will always be two sides on the matter and you know with with this case in particular um, you know you saw we have we see some Americans um, view this as ver- as a very disrespectful m- move while while others applaud the quarterback and and support him in his bravery to take a stance on such a, on such a national stage and um you know conversations and opinions about this protest uh they 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 didn't just happen on on sport talk shows and 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 the various social media sites um you know and many notable many notable Americans also spoke on also spoke publicly uh, about Kaepernick's uh, actions with with both the commissioner of the NFL, Roger Goodell, and former President Barack Obama, uh, commenta- commenting on, uh, on 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 what was taking place in the National Football League during this time. And you know, Obama defended his actions, saying, "Quote: He is exercising his constitutional right to make a statement. I think there's a long history of sport figures doing so. I think there's a lot of ways." you can do it when it comes to the flag and national anthem, end quote. And this is a completely different message than the one given by Roger Goodell, uh, with the commissioner releasing a statement in early September of that season saying, quote, I don't necessarily agree with what he's doing. I support our players when they want to see change in society, and we don't live in a perfect society. On the other hand, we believe very strongly in patriotism in the NFL. I personally, I I personally believe very strongly in that, end quote. So now while both are completely correct in stating what they believe in, because as Americans, you know, you have the freedom to do so, um, you know, I just think that I have to take the side of Obama here because, um, you know, just by using the same logic I use for defending each person's comments, 
um, you know, it's it's their right to hold those opinions. And as Obama hinted at, uh, it was also Kaepernick's right uh, to carry out that protest uh, in a way that he seemed fit. And, uh, you know, he was using his free speech that is protected by our First Amendment. So, uh, you know, whether you agree with him or disagree with him, um, you know, I just think trying to trying to um, make him stop um, just seems like the only uh, non-patriotic move um, move here. So, you know, um, so now let's look at why or 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 how rather um, or, or how the meaning behind his message uh, got so mixed up and blurred um, within the American people. So, um, you know, for the people who disagreed with him, uh, they saw it as a as a middle finger to the U.S. And, you know, like I continue to mention throughout this podcast, just just utter disrespect to the country and to the country that gave him the opportunity to have this platform in the first place. So, you know, they kind of felt as if they got stabbed in the back by Kaepernick. But excuse me, even, um, you know, even to this day, uh, many people who hold that, who hold this opinion, uh, still thinks that Kaepernick uh, was just there to disrespect the flag. And, you know, I've always found this a, to be a little confusing as as, as to why um, people still think this, because, you know, in that post-game interview during the during the preseason um, and, and, you know, in, in the many other press conferences that followed, uh, you know, he clearly stated his motive and and how that motive was was never to disrespect the flag uh, at all. But um, you know, just to get back to the original question, which is, you know, how the meaning of his protest got so so confusing, is uh, you know, I think you have to turn turn to the media uh, and how and how they shaped uh, this story. And you know, as I mentioned in in the last episode, when talking about today's media and and just how they care about. Um, you know more about a, more about a narrative than actually giving uh, and then giving actual news um, you know Kaepernick is a great example uh, to showcase on to showcase how this is done so um, you know, I want to focus on on two media outlets in particular because they're both known to be to be very one-sided and you know if you haven't already guessed uh, already um, I'm talking about Fox News and CNN and um, you know with both of them, it's no secret um, where they lean. Uh, you know, Fox Fox leans more right and has a, a viewer majority of of Republicans, while while CNN is is the complete opposite, uh, and and you know it's it's a more left leaning um, um, outlet with a more with a more Democratic audience as its viewer majority. So, you know, although the subject of the story um, for both outlets uh, are is the same. Uh, the lens in which they portray Kaepernick uh, differs greatly, and you know CNN depicts uh, the quarterback with with a similar stance uh, to my opinion about about the situation, and that is, uh, you know, they focused on the bravery aspect of his actions. You know, Kaepernick by doing this was was risking losing his supporters, his career, and also his image. And you know, even after the many harsh harsh comments he got and the negative comments he got. Um, you know, he continued to protest because, you know, not only not only was it his right to do so, uh, but he just believed that what he was doing uh, was the right thing to do. And, you know, so so just overall, um, CNN showed showed support for Kaepernick, saying that his actions were completely justified. And, um, you know, I think I it's my opinion, but, uh, you know, I have to agree um, with that. And uh, 
and now like as you as you could have guessed uh fox fox news uh came came at the story from uh from a different angle and uh this is why i think so many people uh got the meaning of the protest uh so wrong and um you know the overarching theme of fox news uh during during the co- during the coverage of this was that was that kaepernick isn't wasn't a wasn't a antagonist um and in an article written by uh, Fox News journalist Scott Erickson, uh, there was a paragraph in which Kaepernick was made out to be, you know, this ungrateful citizen uh, that just that disrespected law enforcement uh, who are only there to to help uh, protect and serve. And uh, if you want to read the article, uh, the article is called "NFL's Kaepernick Insults Americans, Law Enforcement's Everywhere." Um, you know, I just uh, it's an opinion piece, but. Uh, you know, it's uh, pretty shocking uh, to me uh, personally. So, um, you know, as you can see, you know, even covering the same event, um, it can it can produce two drastically different stories. And, um, you know, like I mentioned uh, in, in the previous episode, uh, I just think that's a theme that uh, we see far too often uh, today. So, you know, the actions of Kaepernick, um, I think they've set the foundations uh or the yeah the foundations for for the sports stage to be used as a place to advocate for social change, um, you know I think he's a bit of a pioneer in that sense, uh, and uh, and you know this conversation is a great transition for for what we're going to be discussing in our final uh, episode of this series because for the topic of episode six, um, you know it's all about Black Lives Matter and and how it has been uh, implemented into sports and uh, you know like I said with Kaepernick. Uh, acting as that catalyst uh, without him and without his decision uh, to protest and shine light um, to shine light on the uh, police brutality happening in the African American community um, you know I, I just I don't think sports and social change uh, would have come this far without Kaepernick so uh, you know with that uh, that wraps up for that wraps up episode five um, hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed the message And, uh, you know, I look forward to the next episode. So uh, hope to see you then. Bye.